listening to The Regular Show with your host, Greg Boyer. What is up, guys? It is episode 46 of The Gregular Show. Here I am with our special guest today, Riley Powers, back again. <laughs> Hello! Back again. We have a very special subject to talk about. Uh, it's the holiday season, and you know what that means. It's time to talk about Billy Joel. Oh, yeah? Holidays are Billy Joel's time? I mean, all the time is Billy Joel's time. I just okay. like to make no sense out of what I say. Sure, sure. But, uh... You know, Billy Joel's one of those guys that he's been around forever. Um, huge part of my childhood, just about as much as Elton John. And uh, out of the two, I like Billy Joel a little more. Really? No offense. I think I like Billy Joel's music maybe a little bit more, but I think I'm drawn towards Elton John more. Oh, the personality, sure. Yeah. God, yeah. I think... Yeah, I like Billy Joel's music more, though. Yeah, I think Elton John just has meant more to me during my life, where Billy Joel, just every song's a banger, right. and that's kind of indisputable. He's just like some dude. Yeah. <laughs> he's just some guy, Long Island. You ever see that meme where he's blowing into the harmonica and he looks like uh, Darth Vader? I haven't. <laughs> okay, I'm going to find that for you I real quick. I wish I had. It is so fucking funny. Mm. Uh, if you guys haven't seen this, look it up. It's uh, Billy Joel, Darth Vader. And he's blowing into the uh, harmonica. And I'm going to sneeze really quick, so don't mind. Bless you. Real time. That's, <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. And there are a couple of Billy Joel memes. Uh, one is for a song called Piano Man, the guy with the harmonica wouldn't shut the fuck up. <laughs> I've that, seen that. That one's one of I've my favorites, I've seen that. Too. That's funny. Um, Not wrong. But, yeah. Uh I don't know, you want to talk about anything before we get into the list? Um, we can talk about your Santa hat that you're wearing. Yeah, it's, <laughs> you know, like I said, it's the holiday season. I picked this bad boy up at Walmart for like two bucks. Fuck it. I didn't, I never had a Santa hat before in my life. Sure. I'm like, it's time to get one. Yeah, Billy Joel, yeah. holiday season. This thing Santa stays on hat. during sex. That's all mm-hmm, I'm saying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like I always say, socks stay on. Yeah. Brendan can attest. The Santa hat. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Brendan. Greg, regular. Brendan's here as usual. Oh, yeah. All the Greg heads love it. He so. lives here. <laughs> so I'll get I'll get a picture of me in the Santa hat so the Greg heads, you know, can mm. see what, what they're missing. But, uh, yeah, I just figured, you know, why not? Mm. It's, the, it's the most wonderful time of the year. Yeah. Um, as long as it's not ice out, I'm happy. I, I'm a bitch when it comes to driving. Yeah, me too. Uh, I yeah. always liked the winter up until I started driving, and then I was like, oh, no. <laughs> right? No, no, no. And when your parents would do it, you felt safe. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what it is. Like, my parents didn't really spin around or do any of that shit. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until I started driving, and then I've had about ten near accidents. Oh, wow. Yeah. I hate them. It's because the damn people can't salt the roads. Yeah. Fair. I don't know. Okay. So I got to move to Florida. Mm-hmm. I'm already an old man. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, Billy Joel, he's a very special guy. He's from Long Island, uh, New York. He's a big New York guy. He loves New York. Uh, I don't know. He's one of those dudes that, like, 
He just he's he's a slice of America. That's mm-hmm. what I like to say. Uh, one of the great American songwriters of the last fifty years. And uh, dude dropped out of high school. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, one of the more successful, like, if Billy Joel came to your school and was like, I dropped out of high school, look at me. Like, everybody would drop oh, out of high school. absolutely, yeah. But, uh, no, dude, dude is a musical genius, and uh, he's, he's made a lot of great contributions over the last 50 years to music. So, we thank you for that. Yeah. And uh, But you know what? Before we get into all the ass kissing, let's talk about some shit. Sure. Uh, there are some Billy Joel songs that aren't as great as the rest of them. Sure. Um, so I want you to let me know what Billy Joel song you do not like. Okay, so I have two on my list. This was incredibly hard because how do you find a Billy Joel song that's not an absolute banger? Right. So my first one on my list... Brendan will be very disappointed because this is in his top three. Um, Big Shot. Whoa. Yep. Here I am. Holy shit. Here I am. Again, it was very hard to come up with these. This was kind of like pinching for pennies, if that's the expression. The only notes I can say about it are, um, you like to compare songs to one another, see how they fit. Doesn't it sound a little bit like Benny and the Jets? With the, like, piano, yeah, sure. Yeah, like, you have to be in the bum, 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 and you can do Right? Just a little bit. Eh, yeah, a little I bit. I can feel it there. Um, I can see him doing it at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just... I am not a big fan of the musical part of it. The words are fine. I might actually feel a little bit attacked by the words, because I'm definitely a self-titled big shot, so the whole ride uptown in your limousine of course Pike park avenue clothes of course i do down paramount um, <laughs> in your hand spoon up your nose mm-hmm. oh, yeah. of course <laughs> and so like him singing like hey shut the hell up i'm like excuse me are you talking to me that part <laughs> no. where he sounds all sarcastic and he's like you have to be a big shot mm-hmm. dude yeah, i love it i mm-hmm. love it but we'll we'll talk about that. Yeah, bit. like like I said, I don't have like a strong hatred for the song. It's just not one of my favorites. It's not something I would listen to. Sure. Sure. Um, I do my next one. Yep. So, we had talked about this a little bit earlier off off cam. Um, I don't love you. Maybe right. And right. It's the exact opposite reason. I think the music is so fun. I think it's catchy. Um, I just don't like the lyrics too much. Like, I feel so much secondhand anxiety for the protagonist of this song. Like, calm down. Stop. Sure. <laughs> like, be normal. That, yeah. You just want Billy Joel to chill the fuck out. I just want Billy Joel to chill the fuck out. Like, take a lap. Take a Xanax. Stop. <laughs> it's funny, because uh, my buddy Ken, shout out to friend of the show, Ken, um... I, he loves Billy Joel. Billy Joel is one of his favorite singers, and he does not like this song. Um, and I asked him, like, what is it about this song that you don't like? And he's like, you know that part where he says, lunatic? And I was like, yeah, I love that. So now anytime I see him, I'm like, lunatic. And uh, we have a good little laugh about it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, that's it's not on my list. Didn't make it on my list. No. Nope. No, okay. there are 15 other songs I liked a little more. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, it was hard to come up with songs I didn't really like. I was just kind of doing my best. And the riff 
uh, you may be right. Ba 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 ba. It reminds me of uh, the birthday song from the Beatles. It's oh, okay. your birthday. Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. so if you guys listen to those two, there's they're kind of similar, but mm-hmm. um yeah, that's not terrible. Um, big yeah. shot. I like big shot, but but we'll get there. <laughs> I'm interested in what your songs are. Yes. Um. So my dishonorable mention, uh, and this is gonna be some people are gonna be like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, the river of dreams. Mm-hmm. In the middle of the night. Uh, I just feel like it's it was sounds like a rejected Lion King song, <laughs> and I don't care for it. Um, <laughs> I know I sound like an asshole, but uh, that's just what I'm saying. It's like, you know, it starts out at the beginning. And all this shit, and I'm like, dude, come on, just mm-hmm. get to the song. Stop making all the fucking weird noises, and I don't know. But uh, there's another song called "Whenever I Call You Friend" by Kenny Loggins, and I think it's uh, Stevie Nicks. And and at the beginning of that song, they just go, ah! mm-hmm. and it's like, just get to the fucking words. Don't what about um, kind of similar to Phil Collins' Kiko? I believe it's Phil. It might be Peter Gabriel. I might be getting the two. Confused, but have you heard that one? No. It's uh, very similar. Peter Gabriel. Peter Gabriel. Yeah, Brendan is confirming. Right. Yeah, very similar in terms of the um, kind of African y feels. What's your favorite Peter Gabriel song? <sighs> I mean, you gotta go within your, in your eyes, eyes, right? You yes. gotta. That's the right answer. Thank you. <laughs> yes. You gotta go with that one. You're right. No, anybody who says otherwise, they don't know what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Sure. Brennan, Brennan loves Sledgehammer, but he can kiss my ass. That's not the best. <laughs> Alrighty. Um, so, now that we've gotten all that negativity out of the oh, way. Oh, you only had the... Just one, yeah. I mean, the rest of them I don't really dislike that much. They yeah. just... Either they didn't make the list or they did. Okay, yeah, fair. Me too. Me um, too. So, with honorable mentions, let's get yours out of the way. And, sure. And uh, whenever you're ready. So, I think last time I didn't do Elton John, my honorable mentions, too chronologically. I made sure I did it this time um, chronologically. So, coming in, I'm technically number 15. Um, I put down She's Got Away. I know you're not the biggest fan of that song. I just am not a huge sappy guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I am on the inside, but I don't like to project that image. Yeah, you're a Leo. Um, I just think it's pretty, like, pretty enough to make it to number 15. It's obviously not, like, top 10, top 5, but pretty enough to make it to number 15. Like, I would listen to it. Like, she's got a way about her. I don't know what it is. Well, then, why are you talking about it? Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't just like that it factor, you know? Sure. It's like a cheesy love song. I get it. She's got a way. I don't know. (laughs) I'm an asshole. It's fine. Um, do I keep going with 14? Yep. Okay, perfect. Um, the next one is She's Always a Woman. Um, it's fine. <laughs> Very similar to the last one. Yeah, so, again, there's a reason why they're 15 and 14. Like, not the bam, most banger. Um, the reason why I kind of like it is because my, this is a funny story. My mom, she has always claimed that she's a Billy Joel fan. Like, she will always say if you ask her, yeah, I like Billy Joel. But you can never find one song of Billy Joel's that she likes. Like, I can name any song. And she's like, nope, that song sucks. 
this is the only song she'll listen to. Um, so I've heard this song just like growing up. Um, it's kind of toxic. Like if you listen to it, she the girl in the song, she's kind of like like there's a border of being independent and self-sufficient and she's just kind of hazardous to everyone around her and I don't love that and I don't love romanticizing that in a song, but she can kill with a smile. Yeah, just kind of leave people alone, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> But it's fine. She's always a woman to me. Yeah, like, this just seems like he's drunk in love in the sense of where he's not really paying attention to how toxic she can be. And that leads to abusive relationships, which happen, but... Sure. Yeah. She's ahead of her time. I don't know what that means. Maybe she was from the future. Maybe. Yeah, maybe she was a time traveler. (laughs) That's what I like to get from the song. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sure. I do like that more than uh, She's Got Away. Okay. Yeah. That's how I wanted it. Um, Number 13 for me. So I put down An Innocent Man, and before I even go further, does it or does it not sound like Under the Boardwalk? Uh, You know, he he was definitely inspired by the doo-wop sound. Uh, You can tell in the late 80s, he really picked up that with um, For the Longest Time and like, an innocent man. Yeah, they just both start with the, whatever it's called, where it's the raking the stick across, like, spines. It's like, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. that. It sounds just like that, where, like, you could play both of the first, like, measure or two of both songs to me, and I could not tell you which was which. <laughs> it sounds just like Under the Boardwalk. There's a song that's coming up that uh, is a very similar that I'll talk about in a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's one thing that Billy Joel is definitely... Um, he, he does like to take inspiration from other music, I, I find. Mm-hmm. Not that that's a bad thing, but it's like, oh yeah, you definitely hear it in the music. Yeah. That was Under the Boardwalk. And yeah, just again, pretty song. Number 13. Um, I appreciate how understanding of a song it is. Like, it's kind of the opposite of She's Always a Woman, where he's saying like, listen, I know you've been through a lot, but I will be here for you. I'm an innocent man. Like, I haven't done anything. You can trust me. I know it's hard to trust, but... So I appreciate that. We love an ally. Oh, yeah. I feel like that's a great song to sing, like, at a trial. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) So how do you plead against the martyr of (laughs) Mickey Jones? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Perfect. Um, so my my number 12, I put down lullaby in quotes, goodnight, my angel. Yeah. I see you nodding. That's a great song. Didn't make my list, but it was, it was close. Yeah. It is so beautiful. And I love how it was written in response to his daughter asking where do people go when they die? And so he wrote that song and I think it's so beautiful. Like the lines, um. Wherever you may go, no matter where you are, I never will be far away. In the line, like a boat out on the ocean, I'm rocking you to sleep. Those waters dark and deep inside this ancient heart. Like, that's so beautiful. I love the comparison of himself as a father figure to an ocean, or boat in an ocean. Like, security in the unknown. Um, Yeah, I think that's just a really beautiful song. It's a really beautiful way to answer the question, what is death? Where do we go when we die? It's very, it doesn't deny reality in any way, but it also is a very comforting way to explain reality. 
Especially for a kid. You don't want to yes. go down that dark route. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Which is why I should not have kids anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. No, it's a wonderful song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cry when you hear it. Just oh, yeah. banger. Then we got one more. One more. Um, it's still rock and roll to me. Sure. You know what Brennan calls it. You don't know. Is it what I think it is? I'm what? not saying it. You can say it if you want. It's still <laughs> cock and balls to me. <laughs> and every time it comes on. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I appreciated how it was a response to, like, pressures from the music industry saying, like, hey, times are changing. You need to get more hip with the times. People are going to forget you. And he said, no, people won't forget me. Like, it's still rock and roll to me. I can do whatever I want. Billy fucking Joel. Everybody's talking about the new sound. Yeah. But it's still rock and roll to me. Yeah. I appreciate that. That uh, didn't make my list. It didn't. No, it's yeah. This is, I have a very weird list. Okay. Well, I don't think it's weird, but. Well, let's get into it. What are I, your honorable? Mentions? I feel like most BJ fans would, uh, would be like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> so my first song is uh, "New York State of Mind." Mm-hmm. You know, some folks like to get away, take a holiday, and uh, I don't know. I you know. Being from New York, I'm a narcissistic <laughs> asshole, and I'm like, yeah, New York! Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just, it's a nice, long, like, six-minute song yeah. about New York. Did you, um, I don't know if you've heard this rumor that I have, but um, I've heard that everyone in Long Island has a story about Billy Joel. Sure. You've He's heard from that? Long Island. Yeah. Um, the one I can call to mind is one of my roommates at college. She was from Long Island. And they were on the rowing team, and they were rowing down Long Island Sound or whatever one day, and Billy Joel was just sitting out on his porch, and he waved to them as they were rowing by. Sure. And I've just heard that everyone from Long Island has a Billy Joel story. Oh, yeah. He's a hometown boy. Yep. And, uh, you know, that's the thing about Billy Joel. I feel like he's the type of guy who you could walk up to and be like, Mr. Joel, thank you, and, you know. He wouldn't be like, God, fuck off. Yeah, <laughs> like, down to earth. You know, he'd, he'd like pound it and, you know, <laughs> you'd, you'd go on your way. Yeah, pound your knuckles. Yeah. Hopefully, not your face. Yeah. But, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure he could he could uh, throw down, too, if, if sure, needed to. Sure, sure. Um, yeah, it's just, you know, and then Garfield, new dog state of mind. You ever see that? I didn't, no. Oh, when Odie, yeah, when Odie comes into the picture, Garfield sings uh, this song that's new york state of mind but it's new dog state of mind that's funny yeah yeah you know i don't know it's just i i like the song it's it sounds like um it sounds like his closer i feel like that would be his closer okay yeah you know if not piano man because just the way it sounds mm-hmm. um yeah it didn't make my list but it's a banger and then uh number 14 you know you you want to talk about songs that sound like other songs so, um, I'm 99.9% sure he, uh, borrowed the, uh, say goodbye to Hollywood. Um, and if you listen to it, it sounds just like Be My Baby by the Ronettes, you know that? Be my, oh, okay. be my little baby. Yeah. By the, uh, comedian Phil Spector there. Mm-hmm. Uh, he produced it. Um, he's not a comedian. That's a Saturday Night Live reference. But, uh, yeah, in this song, you know, it starts out the same. Mm-hmm. 
like Say Goodbye to Hollywood. It's a fun song. Um, say Goodbye to Hollywood. Say Goodbye, my baby. And he actually, I don't think he performs it anymore. I don't think he's performed it in like 30 years. Cause, uh, oh, yeah? No, it was like too physically demanding or whatever. Oh, interesting. But, yeah. Um, it's like, I don't know. He, he goes pretty hard on it. Mm-hmm. Right, Brendan? He goes hard on it. I don't remember what it sounds like. Say goodbye to Hollywood. Say goodbye, my baby. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then my next song, number 13, And So It Goes. You know this one? I don't. This is like a soft piano ballad. Um, and it's just, it's a really sad song. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, uh, it's not right. You, you got to go on your way and, you know, everything will be okay. Uh, mm-hmm. And so it goes. And anytime I hear the, the phrase, and so it goes, I think of fucking way she goes, the uh, meme from the Trailer Park Boys. Oh, I'm not a Trailer Park Boys Yeah, Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll find the picture because <laughs> it's fucking funny. So is that song about a breakup or is it about, like, death? So she, he wrote this for Elle McPherson, who was in her late teens at the time, and he was in his early 30s. So. Gross. Yeah, very gross. <laughs> Uh, this was right before um, Christy Brinkley came into the picture. Mm. But he kind of wrote this song being like, you know, uh, yeah, there's the fucking way she goes. Oh. Uh, yeah. That do be yucky. Yeah. So, yeah, like, obviously, you know, it's not, not appropriate. And uh, so he wrote this song. And, mm-hmm. You know, outside of the implications, it's it's actually a really nice, nice heartfelt song. Gotcha. Uh, and so I, I like it. Anytime it comes on, I'll listen to it. Mm-hmm. Um, number 12, Uptown Girl. Banger. This is, yeah, this is a lot of people's, this would be up higher, but. Yeah, mine's up pretty high. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's obviously a fun song. Um, on YouTube, they have a version called Uptown Town, where he just keeps saying the phrase Uptown and Town and. Um, like uptown town, uptown uptown, your uptown town. Okay. Yeah, uh, it makes no sense, but you know memes. So. Yeah. Comedy. Um, but it's a fun one. This is the one with, of course, uh, Christy Brinkley's in the video, and uh, everybody loves it. Uh, my dad loved it. But, yeah, my uh, dad loved it too. <laughs> yeah, I, I bet. Um, you know, it's just it's a good song. It's very like like you say it, it is kind of almost sixties ish. Like he. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's thrown back to Motown. Uh, he was, you know, like in the one song, he's all about soul. Billy Joel is all about soul. And uh, <laughs> so he, he really loves uh, those callbacks, those throwbacks to the olden times. Mm-hmm. And it's all still rock and roll to him, like you said. <laughs> but uh, this song is just, it was fun. It's upbeat. Uh, I think they're all wearing leather jackets in the video or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think so. So. Slaps. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. Um, you know, in the OAOAOs, Brennan hates OAOAO songs. Right, Brennan? Yeah, I don't mind that one, but uh, some things today can overdo it. Mm. Yeah, it's a good song. Okay. Um, and then my last honorable mention. I am the entertainer, and I've come to do my show. Mm-hmm. You know that one? I do. Yeah, fucking love it. That was just where you stand. Another serenader, another long-haired band. Today I am your champion. I may have won your hearts, but I know the game. You'll forget my name. I won't be here in another year if I don't stay on the charts. 
and you know it's another basic you know just song about the music industry and he's like i gotta stay relevant or else you know you're gonna throw my cd rack on the my cd on the discount rack like another can of beans mm-hmm. and uh it's just i i don't know what the fuck that instrument is where it's like i don't know it's probably like a keyboard or some you know effect oh like the synth yeah and uh it's just it's such a fun fucking song mm-hmm. um but yeah i you know other than that um there was one song i didn't put on my list that i want to uh i want to mention captain jack that was like the song that got him his big record deal oh okay for uh, piano man Mm-hmm. And and that's a fun song. It's like Captain Jack will get you high tonight. Captain Jack will get you <laughs> by tonight. And I just love the words to that song. Uh, but is, yeah. What is he referencing? Like. Ah. I, <laughs> like, I don't know if Captain Jack was a guy or a drug or. Right. Or what? It'd be interesting to find out. It'd be funny if it was just like his homie from. <laughs> his old homie. Let me find uh, the lyrics, because they're, let's see here. Yeah, there's one line in this damn song that is so good. How are you Greg heads doing tonight? How are you guys doing? Here it is. (laughs) Your sister's gone out. She's on a date. You just sit home and masturbate. (gasps) And, uh... This was 1974, like I think. Bold. Yeah, so it's good shit. But uh, it didn't didn't crack my top 15. Would have been my top 20, sure. Mm. But uh, Very bold. Yeah, we, we like to have fun at the Greg Other Show and, <laughs> and talk about the funny shit. Mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Anyways, so now that we're in the top 10, uh, whenever you want to start. Perfect. So I can start with my ten, number 10. I have a feeling this will be higher on your list. I can't remember if we've talked about it outside of the show or not. Um, but my number 10 is Only the Good Die Young. Um, slaps, absolutely banger. It's my dad's favorite song. Um, the line, I'd rather laugh with the sinners than cry with the saints. I think one of the most, not famous Billy Joel lines ever, but I think that's one of the most memorable, at least from this song. It's an iconic song. Yeah. Um, like a kid from my high school, his senior quote was, I'd rather laugh with the sinners than cry with the saints. The sinners have much more fun. Yeah. Um, the one thing I don't love about this song is uh, the coercion that happens. Like he's literally singing to a Catholic, Catholic girl like, hey, let's go bang. Like, that's sure. not cool. You can, if... If she's feeling trapped by her religion or whatever and may be going on with her life, you can offer your support, but don't offer your support in the form of your dick. That's not very friendly. That's not very um, healthy. I don't love that part. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. No, I get it. Um, I, I know I've been through that myself. I went through some uh, experiences with people that were super religious, and they were just like, well, that's it. That's my, that's my personality. Mm-hmm. I couldn't, I couldn't deal with it. Yeah, we just don't like convincing girls to have sex with you, regardless of. <laughs> yeah, that who wasn't they my are. part of it. That's oh yeah, no, I'm yeah, I'm looping that. back to that. But, yeah, yeah, don't love that. What's your number ten? Um, Good Night Saigon. Okay. So this is one that I didn't really hear until uh, Saturday Night Live. Um, 
they did on the season finale they had all these people like playing instruments and Will Ferrell was singing uh, you know this is the one we uh, we will all go down together yes we will mm-hmm. all go down together and I thought they were just uh, singing about being at an orgy but no <laughs> they were um, it's a song about the Vietnam War mm-hmm. and uh and I love it. At the beginning, it has that helicopter blades, wicka, 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 mm-hmm. and uh, the piano. So, uh, six weeks on Paris Island. Uh, and and anytime I hear this song, all I can think of is Full Metal Jacket. Oh, Full Metal Jacket. Yeah. I can't even. Oh, I'm not here for Full Metal Jacket. <laughs> I just, anything to uh, do. Ah, Joker. <laughs> anything to do with, like, Vietnam, the, the movies that came out of it the songs like just stress me out oh yeah it's heartbreaking time yeah i like songs though that um like like how it's not immediately um obvious that it's about Vietnam. like bruce springsteen born in the usa right banger and, and i like that know. people also think that it's like super patriotic oh like, yeah. my goodness and he's literally like we shouldn't have been in vietnam and they're like yeah america USA. born in the usa <laughs> yeah that's true. Yeah. No, it's funny. I'm glad that you are aware of that because a lot of people are not. Mm-hmm. And so whenever it comes on, they're like, yeah, I fucking love this song. Fourth <laughs> of July comes on. Born in mm-hmm. the USA. But, but yeah, um, this is one of those that like it just, it makes you, you know, it makes me feel like it, it puts me right there. Yeah. Um, what these men went through and uh, it's, it's just crazy. It's just crazy. Like. Mm-hmm. The draft and all these things that people like so know. scary yeah yeah you pretty much that was it you yeah. know and uh but i don't know it was it's a wonderful song very long it's like an eight minute song but mm. uh shit I love it. You. uh number nine my number nine pressure yes i love it it just gets you pumped up this yeah. is a perfect example of i had heard this song as a cover before it was in like a tv show i watched um and i was like wow this song slaps like i wonder who sings this like what the song is and of course it was billy joel because that's how things work right. i hear a song i like and then it ends up to be billy joel was that like in glee or something or? i know it was in um zoe's extraordinary playlist oh, okay. i don't know if you've ever heard of it it's a new show like it just came out with season one like last year Amazing show, fully recommend. Um, yeah, so they sang it in that song. It was the premise of that episode was the girl Zoe. She, um, her emotions would come out in the form of a song, and she couldn't help herself from singing. Right. And so she was in a big board meeting, and she had to give this big presentation. And she opened her mouth to give the presentation, and, she and the starts... first, yep, yeah, and the first words out of her mouth were like <laughs> pressure. <laughs> That is funny. It was so funny. Um, this song is like the Thunderstruck. Uh, ACDC's Thunderstruck. You know mm, that one? I'm not sure. They're like, Thunder. Oh, maybe, yeah. Thunder. So anytime <laughs> I hear, pressure. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it, it, it's the same song to me. My favorite line is, here you are in the ninth, two men out and three men on. Like, I played softball for, like, a couple years. I was never, like, a big baseball, softball kid. But that line, I was like, wow, I understand exactly what he means. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Two men out, three men on. God, I get it. <laughs> yeah, 
Billy Joel knows all about pressure. Um, I think of the episode Pressure uh, on Spongebob. Which one's that? Pressure is the one where uh, Sandy has to take her helmet off and she can't breathe underwater. Oh, yes. And then they all go up above land and Mm -hmm. they all get attacked by the seagull. Yep. But, uh, yeah, that's what I think of when I see the word pressure. Mm -hmm. But it's a good song. It's very frantic. I like that frantic energy. Yeah, like it just gets you pumped up. And that, that friggin' piano riff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. It's good shit. Uh, number nine? Greg's number nine. Allentown. You know this one? I do. Well, we're living here in Allentown. And they're closing all the factories down. Um, I don't know. It's just like a really sad song about how basically these people live their lives and, um... You know, they follow their their parents. They, you know, live this cookie cutter life, and then they pass that down on their kids. And your dad worked in the factory. Now you're gonna work in the factory. Mm-hmm. And it's like, how the fuck do you find a way out? Right. And uh, you know, just I don't know. It's good shit. It, it, it's a it's a real thinker. Um, yeah, I don't think Billy Joel gets enough credit for how much like actually goes into his songs because you have songs like uptown girl that are just like fun and uh fruity in a sense but then you have songs like allentown that actually are saying something and i feel like he doesn't get enough credit for how much he actually like says yeah so their graduations hang on the wall though they never really helped us at all mm-hmm. like, yeah out in bethlehem they're doing time filling out forms standing in line um it's it's very like mundane song you know very simple yeah. but um, also, it was it was used in uh, the Hangover Part Two, mm-hmm. when uh, the dudes are like going crazy. I think they're out on a boat in Thailand, and Stu's going crazy. He's like, "We're living here and Alan, because <laughs> Alan Zach Galifianakis' character mm-hmm. uh, drove him crazy." Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I just I always like that one. Yeah, it's a good one. I respect that. A respectable number nine. Number respectable. Nine. <laughs> Um, are we on to me? Eight? Yep. Perfect. So I chose for number eight. I chose my life. Well, you and me both. Didn't we do this last time? Yes, we did. <laughs> Perfect. We just, so, like we said last time, that is dis- the deciding factor is universally acknowledged now that my life is Billy Joel's eighth greatest song. Yep. And that's indisputable. <laughs> it, yeah, you can't argue with it. Nope. There's two opinions. Therefore, that's all you need. Yep. Um, well, I had written down here in my little notes about it. Um, the way the, excuse me, the line I really like is you can speak your mind, but not on my time. Like, okay, go off. We love, you know, um, commanding a room, taking your time. Like when it's your turn to speak, you don't let anyone speak over you. And I love that. I hate being interrupted and I'm sure everyone hates being interrupted. So the fact that Billy Joel was like, listen, it's my turn to speak now. I'm like, okay, you got me. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead, sir. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I uh, I don't know. This was the Bosom Buddies theme song. You know, Bosom Buddies with uh, Tom Hanks there? I'm really, no, I'm really just yeah. failing you on these references. It's all good. It was, it was you know, 30 friggin' seven years ago. Mm. Um, man, I love that part in the song where uh, he's like, I still belong. Don't get me wrong. And he mm-hmm. just fucking goes and 
fucking hits it. My favorite part in the song is actually that part with the backing vocals, where it's the, instead of the, it's the don't, or it's more like, um, kind of, it's like the, in the part where he's like, I never said you had to offer me a second chance, and in the background you hear, I I never said, yeah, I love that. I get so lit to, like, the backing vocals. <laughs> I never said it was a victim of circumcision. Right. Oh, fair enough. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, we like to make fun of songs here at the Great Way Show. Mm. But, yeah, this is just, you know, it's a fun one. Got a call from an old friend we used to be real close. Said he couldn't go on the American way. Sold his house, bought a ticket to the West Coast. Now he gives him a stand-up routine in L.A. And I always related to that because I always wanted to do stand-up comedy. Mm-hmm. And, uh... It's like, shit, yeah. You know, that's the way you just, whatever you're doing one day, you, you fucking throw it all away and go go take a risk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's a fun song, though. And, uh, yeah, it's it's like, uh, I love the sound. Like, the sound of the song is very, like, almost facetious a little bit. I don't know. It's like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I like it. It's, it's a little upbeat. Yeah, it's great. But uh, that that brings us to number seven. Number seven. Look at that. Killed, knocked one out of the park. We did. Um, my number seven is Uptown Girl. Ooh, okay. We're bringing back. Sure. I love it. Um, yeah, so I think it's just an absolute banger. I love who he wrote it for, how he wrote it. Um, that key change at the very end, just for the last chorus, amazing key changes get me so hype and that's one of my favorite key changes of all time uptown girl she's my uptown girl very uh fourth season is this yes i love frankie valley so maybe that's where i'm making the connection just a man in falsetto that's kind of hot you know love that uptown girl yeah just um yeah that's all i have and I love the beginning of it because I call it a musical punch in the face. Like the that drums. song just fucking boom. Yeah. yeah. It sounds like maybe you would know. Um, the very being just the drums part. Ba-da, ba-da. It sounds just like another song, and I always get it confused. Like I never know which ba-da, song ba-da. is about to come on. Maybe you can think it over and get yeah, back to me. I'd, but I'd have to listen to it and then have Brendan listen to it so we could back right. me up because I don't mm-hmm. fucking know. Oh, pretty one. Mm, maybe. Is it pretty? Nah. I don't know. We'll have to listen. We'll, we'll get there. We'll yeah. get there. Sorry. Yeah. Good number seven. Thank you. My number seven. Piano Man. <gasps> I'm with you. <laughs> I, I, that's a very respectable position for Piano Man to be in. Everybody knows Billy Joel is the Piano Man. Yes. Um, that's his moniker. That's kind of the name he's had to live up to for the last 50 years. But it's one of those songs that you've heard it a million times. It's the one that everybody knows. If you if you know somebody and they're like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. Piano Man? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, they've been living under a rock or they're the world's greatest liar. Mm. Because everybody knows Piano Man. Yeah, that's so, played at every single wedding that has ever happened within the past couple decades. Oh, yeah. Um... And if you're a real fun uh, fan of funny, go to YouTube and look up Neil Sisierga and Man Piano. 
That's the song I was playing earlier. Ah, where, yes. Where it was just a uh, time of your life, good riddance. Uh, and and they have the, the music, the um, melody of Piano Man with the lyrics of good riddance. And then at the end, they do the um, full house. <laughs> and it's so fucking funny. Uh, so, yeah, go listen to that if you haven't heard it. But this is, you know, this is the iconic Billy Joel song. This is the one that everybody knows. And I'd say most people like it. I feel like the only yeah. people that don't really like it are the people that are tired of hearing it all the time. Yeah. Like Brendan. Yeah, I like it. But he yeah, likes it. I had, I had it playing in my car the other day, and I skipped it just because it's overdone. And he yeah. was like, oh, you're skipping that one? That's a good one. So right. he's a filthy liar over there. Yeah. He likes it way more than he's letting on. I remember as a kid, I couldn't like understand time and how people like behave. So when he's like, it's 9 o'clock on Saturday. Uh, I'm like, 9 a.m.? Who the fuck's coming to a bar at 9 a.m.? Is he just in a bar full with alcoholics? Yeah. And then he's like, and I sit at the bar and they put bread in my jar. I'm like, who the fuck Ooh. is like grabbing bread? Did I get for a tip? It? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm like, you can't live off of bread in a jar for, you know, I mean, a week. Why not? He's eh. got it. The man's got to eat somehow. Yeah. <laughs> And they're like, man, what are you doing here? As they're giving him their bread. This is my job. Yeah. <laughs> they hired me. <laughs> but, this is funny. Or, sorry, you yeah. go. Oh, no, it's, it's a great, it's just a great piece of, like, nostalgia. Mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, you have him and he's got all these characters. You know, freaking Tom at the bar and Bob yeah. and Joe. It tells a story. Like, it's not just... The waitress. Yeah, like you, when you listen to that song, you're picturing yourself in that bar and you're looking around and you're seeing all these characters that he's describing. Like you're there, you're in the setting, you can see it so clearly because of how well he describes it. Yeah. And fucking uh, Davy, who's still in the Navy, probably will be for life. Yeah. Like, dude. Good luck to him. Fuck, man. Also, what does that mean? Does that mean until he retires or is he going to die in service? No, he'll probably I'm live little, to be like 90. I'm and a he'll still be for in the Navy. Navy. Yeah. Uh, this is funny because while we're still here, Piano Man's my number six. Ah, very good. Very so, close. Perfect. We might as well just hang out here for another minute. Um, yeah, what I have written down on my notes is essentially everything we've already said. Um, have you noticed that they cut a verse for the radio? I no. believe it is the verse The waitress is practicing politics as the businessman slowly gets stone, stoned. I believe they cut that for the radio. I don't know if it'd be cut it's because it's a stoned or if it's for time measurements but i don't know i don't know what station you're listening to it on because i've never heard it cut i've always hear it cut regardless of where i'm listening i always hear it cut because i always like go in to start on that verse and then it never comes and i'm like that's interesting yes they're sharing a drink they call loneliness but it's better than drinking alone Mm -hmm. also made no sense to me that line but no i think it makes sense like, they're both in this together, you know? Like, they're both lonely, but at least they can be lonely together. It's a bit of a oxymoron, but... Right. Yeah. It's very confusing. I don't know. Yeah, I'm my... a simple man. <laughs> my favorite line is um, the old man who says, Son, can you play me a memory? Wow. The wordplay between melody and memory, first of all, means something. And then it's an old man saying, can you play me a memory? So he wants to reminisce. And I think that's so beautiful. I think that's so powerful. Like, that's one of my favorite lines. Love that. 
making love to his tonic and gin. Good for him, you yeah. know? So Maybe like, it's been a while. Do you think that he's putting his dick, like, in oh, the, in what the else? cocktail? What else would he be doing? He's I don't know. He's not putting his dick in the cocktail. Like, when you say making love, like, you know, sex. <laughs> so it's funny. My, you know, the imagery, we talk about imagery, and yeah. you're like, oh, it's so clear. You see his... And I'm like, so this old dude's just standing at the fucking bar. He's like, yo, give me my tonic and gin. Pulls his pants down, and he starts going <laughs> raw dog and on the fucking cocktail. Sure. I don't know. That's, of course, you know, that's me being a sick bastard. But, uh, we like to have fun here at the regular show. We like to have fun here at the regular show. Excellent. So now we have Piano Man out of the way. <laughs> yeah. We, and now everybody's tuning out. They're like, fuck, you already talked about Piano Man. I don't need to hear it anymore. Mine's just so low purely because of how overplayed it is. Everyone's heard the song. What more can I say? Right. It's There are definitely better songs. No offense to the people that love Piano Man. Yeah. Um, like number six, Big Shot. I know that you won't agree with me on this one. I have not. I do. My opinion is not strong enough to debate with you about. It. <coughs> it's all good. You know, it, this is another one of those musical punches in the face. It just starts out like a gunshot, like bam, bam, na, 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 mm-hmm. da, bam, 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 bam. Well, you went uptown riding in your limousine with your fine park avenue clothes. You had your Dom Perignon in your hand and a spoon up your nose. <laughs> and you know he's just talking about these like socialites in the big city life and uh, going crazy and it's like oh you know you can do whatever you want huh you can act like an idiot you can act like a baboon or whatever a buffoon and uh, <laughs> I don't know it's all the same to me but um, and it basically just oh you had to be a big shot huh you had to you had to show off and now look at yeah yeah you had to have that white hot spotlight you had to be a big shot last night. And, I, I don't know, maybe they have, like, a hangover, and he's like, ha-ha, look at you, you dummy. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, it's a fun song to me. I don't know. I think it's a fun song. Yeah. And, uh, but you went over the line. You didn't see it was time to go home. Fucking love that. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, there are parts in Billy Jubal's songs where he just fucking, like, goes at it. And he mm-hmm. fucking he goes hard. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, good shit. Good shit. Good shit. Uh, so now we are in the top five. We the are. Big, the big five. Here we are. Um, so my number five, we have The Longest Time. Whoa. Oh, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Both a response and an example. Um, I just love it. The first time I ever heard it was in How I Met Your Mother. It was like one of those post credit scenes where it was... Um, it was Barney and Ted had visited from the future, so it was Barney and Ted and then future Barney and Ted, and they were just sitting in the bar, um, and they were like, okay, guys, we're going to get it this time, and then they each had different parts in, like, the acapella version, and it was so funny to me. I listened to that song so many days after. It was just an absolute banger. Um, I used to make my first boyfriend sing it with me, and he did not like singing. He didn't like singing in the car, but when it would come on, I'd crank it, and I'd be like, okay, oh, no. this is your time. We're going to sing this one together. It slapped. Um, yeah, I really like the line. Um, my favorite line is, I forgot how nice romance was. I just think that's so nice. Like, oh, he really found someone, like, for the longest time, he hadn't been feeling those feelings right. or found someone he really trusted in, and he forgot how nice romance can be. Oh, yeah. I, I feel these songs. I feel these songs on a molecular level. 
Uh, and it's funny, The Longest Time did not make my list. No. I just missed it. Interesting. Yeah, just, you know, that's the problem with Billy Joel. I love so many of his songs. Like, his greatest hits albums, fucking A. Mm-hmm. How do you beat it? You don't. A collection of, like, that, come on. Um, my parents had the fortune of seeing him a couple times with Elton John. Ugh. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, freaking face-to-face tour. Twice they got to see him oh, uh, in God. Albany. Back when it was the Pepsi Arena. And I'm like, motherfucker. I would have been like seven or eight at the time. I'm mm-hmm. like, come on. You know you know, I like these guys. But, you know, it was a good date night for them. And they got to leave the stupid fucking kids at home. And, <laughs> you know, enjoy some peace and quiet. Mm-hmm. My favorite part in the song in terms of, like, instrumental uh, vocalization is in the part where it goes, like, maybe this won't last very long. And in the background, you just hear the, ooh, ah, ooh, ah. I'm like, wow. Yeah, Slaps. He, he loves that doo-wop. <laughs> I love it, too. I'm really on board with him for that part. If you say goodbye to me tonight. Ooh, <laughs> fucking love it. I love that. I love how acapella it can be. I think it's perfect. All the pieces coming together as one. Just it's great. <laughs> it's a fantastic song, no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, I I like that song a lot. I just, it's funny. I compare like I put that one with the River of Dreams, but mm-hmm. I don't like the River of Dreams, and I do like the Longest Time. Gotcha. Well, can your number five beat my number five? Um, if it's only the Good Die Young, which we already talked, I about talked it. about it. Uh, this is another one of those songs that it just, um, I don't know, it's its like a fun song. If you don't even look at the lyrics and the <laughs> implications behind the song, um, I just, I love it. It's like, I don't know, he, he, this is another one of those songs where he just fucking goes, goes and freaking hits it, mm-hmm. hits it out of the park. You got a night white dress and a party on confirmation. It's like, I don't know. I love it. I'll blast Billy Joel in the radio all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, I don't know. It's it's definitely, uh, the, the subject matter is definitely not appropriate. But, Questionable. Um, <laughs> not a good message. No, but I don't know. I, I like the song. Yeah, me too. And then Sometimes. that freaking saxophone solo. Yeah. You know, people people are going to love that. Bill but. Clinton who, honestly. Yeah, right? <laughs> but, uh, no, it's, you know, it's it's one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, let's get to number four. Sure, so my four. Harry Truman, Doris Day, Red, Johnny, Johnny Ray, South Pacific, Walter Mitchell, Joe DiMaggio. Guess who else is number four that is? Are you kidding? This guy. Nice. Isn't that nice. ridiculous? How the hell did that happen? We really are just setting the standards for Billy Joel songs right what? now, aren't we? We didn't start the fire. Is his fourth best song? It is. Confirmed. No offense to anybody who thought otherwise. Oh, no. Full offense. This is yeah. it. <laughs> Get on board or you're done. But it's it's the probably the most fun Billy Joel song. Yes. Um, I'm a hist like, and Billy Joel loved history. If he couldn't be a musician, he wanted to be a history teacher. And so he was like, let's just throw, like, three decades into one song and just inform all the kids about it. I always had this kind of, like, not, like, dream, but, like, if I'm ever bored one day, I'm going to take every single word in that song and I'm going to make a PowerPoint presentation and I'm going to explain exactly, like, what each event or who each person was. Sure. 
I just think it's so fun. Like, American history professors can just play that song on a loop and be like, here you go, kids. This is what happened. <laughs> Harry Truman, Doris Day, Red China, Johnny Ray, South Pacific, Walter Wichel, Do DiMaggio. Uh, Ryan started the fire. Ryan started the fire, yeah. That's right. Of course. Fans of The Office. Uh, yo, guys, listen, The Office is going to be off Netflix soon. So, oh, right. Yeah. Trash. Like, I think a week from now. Oh, my God. So you better get your watching in before it's Trash. too late. Heartbreaking. I wanted to mention, um, how much of the song do you think you know? Like, how many of the words do you think you could get? All the words. All the words? Yeah. Interesting. I, I'm probably maybe hovering around 75%. A lot of people are like, what the fuck is DNBN foo? Uh-huh. Or, uh, freaking Liston Beach Patterson. What's that? What's mm-hmm. Liston? What's Patterson? Boxers. I, you know, I know people know what that is. Mm-hmm. Um, children of Thalidomide. People think it's children of is. the little mind. Yeah, yeah, I heard that too. And my mom one day, she's a nurse, she stopped me. She's like, do you know what that is? I'm like, wasn't that a drug pregnant ladies were taking and their babies got all messed up? Yep. She's like, yeah, okay, actually you got that one. Like, Thank you very much. And it's funny because like, in, it's such a fun fucking song. And it's like, it's such a bop, but it's super fucking dark at points, obviously, oh, yeah. as is the history of the world. Oh, yeah. Uh, but... Manny's like, JFK, blowing away. What else do I have to say? You, you know, can end it there, bud. That's so much fun. My, um, sorry. <laughs> sorry. The, just the the way he says it. Mm-hmm. And you're like, that's not fun subject matter. What but are you I doing, Bobbing Bop into it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and you know you shout that every time you're in the car. Oh, yeah. But, uh. One of my friends, um, he is not a music guy at all. Like, just never his thing he listens to music that like i don't really listen to not a lot of people really listen to he likes like really old kind of music like the oh like limp biscuit no no <laughs> um he's like a put your head on my shoulder one of those oh guys. paul anka yeah he likes that or he really just likes like satirical kind of offensive music which i don't really vibe with so however this guy knows every single word to this song and I never would have guessed he was one of those guys. And it was just playing in the car one day when we were driving somewhere. And he nailed every single word. And I was like, what the hell are you doing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's a like one of those hidden talents that people have. Mm-hmm. You know, from Harry Truman to rock and roll or Kohler Wars, I can't take it anymore. Yeah, really just like a cool party trick for people who can do it. Oh, yeah. It's a great fucking song. Mm-hmm. Great fucking song. Um, I guess that takes us to our top three. Top three. My two and three are so interchangeable. It really just depends on the day. I think I'm going to swap them right now from what I have written down. Okay. It's just... You haven't said it yet, so... No, I haven't. Um, my number three is now going to be Tell Her About It. That's funny. I, I had a feeling you were going to have that on your list. Oh, yeah? Why, why'd you have that feeling? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that's one of those Billy Joel songs that people really like that never really spoke to me. So it's not on your list at all. No, but it's not that I dislike it. It just, I never felt like, you know, it's like, you know, listen, boy, don't feel so good, things slip away. Banger. Yeah. It was the first Billy Joel song I ever, ever, ever heard that I was like consciously aware, like this is Billy Joel. 
Um, it was something my mom would just play in the car. I don't think she really liked the song, as I previously stated. But we had, like, the Billy Joel Essential Hits album, and that was the one that, like, just struck, like, little me because it was the catchiest, it was the most upbeat. Um, so I would have her play it on repeat just for hours, and I think it is so catchy, so fun. I just have a lot of memories with it. Banger. It's funny just because it's, like, advice, and he's talking to, like, some unseen third party about the advice he has to give, which I think is a very interesting way to write a song. Yes. Listen, boy. Like, he just, he gets you. Yeah, like, we're kind of witnessing, like, a private moment between him and, like, one of his homies or something. Right. You gotta tell her about it. You gotta tell her all your crazy dreams. Tell her how much she means and all that. Yeah. Fair enough. (laughs) Fair enough. Greg's number two. Number three. um, Excuse me, number three. Scenes from an Italian restaurant. Bottle of red, bottle of white, you know, whatever you want to drink to. (laughs) Basically, uh, it's about five songs in one. Oh, yeah. I have written down in my notes it's at least three songs. Yeah. (laughs) Um, It's just so fucking good. And this is another one of these seven-minute adventures. Uh, But, you know, it's another one of those songs that I know every word to. And you're like, oh, shit. It's, mm-hmm. it's an exercise. Mm-hmm. This song is exercise. <laughs> like, I just, I love the story of Brenda and Eddie. Not Brenda. I'm so glad that Brenda. you noticed Brenda as well. <laughs> yeah, my mom. She yeah. would always be like, Brenda and Eddie. It's Brenda. That's how he says it. Right. Brenda and Eddie. For the that's that Long time. Island accent. Mm-hmm. You know, that's yeah. the way they talk down in Long Island, Brenda, I guess. I've never I'm... been. No, my friend Paul's mother has a very heavy Long Island accent, but that's all I really... Do they, oh, do they talk like this? Like... Oh, yeah, she's from Long Island. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Um, when the pop goes down. But, yeah, when they were the king and the queen in the prom, riding around with the car top down and the radio on, nobody looked any finer. Oh, he's part of the hit at the halfway down here. That's not the words. I just, I'm making close. up shit. It was close. Part. But I, I'm tired. Don't <laughs> don't mind me. Um, and it's it's great. Like uh, yeah, this is a tongue twister song because mm-hmm. he's just he's fucking hitting you like a hundred miles an hour. Um, and I love the part in the song where he's like, "Yeah, rock and roll," and then fucking mm-hmm. uh, it's just like a saxophone going crazy. <laughs> And I'm like, I love the fact that in Billy Joel's mind, rock and roll is just like a fucking a saxophone, saxophone solo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anytime I'm like rock and roll, <laughs> you know. So, um, but yeah, just a great fucking song. Uh, you know, another they they bought a big water bed that they bought with the bread they'd been saving for a couple of years. There's so the bread. There it is again with the bread. Yeah. These motherfuckers got some stale bread and they exchanged they it for a giant water bed. Yeah, they walked into Sears and they were like, we have. Ten baguettes. What can you do for us? That's right. <laughs> you know, that's the 70s. Water beds and Guess bread. So. And, and one of the lines before that is like, um, with a... couple of paintings from Sears. No, the pile carpet. And I was like, ah. Oh, yeah. Pile carpet. Fair enough. Yep. Fair enough. You gotta love it. Um, I just, I don't know. This is one of those songs that ever since I was a little kid, I was fascinated by it. Mm-hmm. Um. 
You know, and it starts out really slow and fancy. And I always think of Lady and the Tramp when I hear okay, it. Okay, yeah, right? sure. Isn't yeah. that funny? But uh, and then they just fucking and fun fucking song. Yeah. It is uh, my number two. <laughs> and I had just swapped them. Like I said, it was at my number three. Which is three. really weird because that would have been both yeah, of our number threes. Yeah, we would have had, yeah. That would have been three for three this episode. Like I said, it's, they're so interchangeable in my mind. Like, they both slap for different reasons. Um, Scenes from an Italian restaurant. My parents showed it to me. They were like, this is the only Billy Joel song that matters. I was like, that's a bold statement, but okay. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, pretty bold. Um, but yeah, like we have been talking about before, I love just how it tells a story. Like, I'm literally just hearing... The story of these two people's lives and ends with like, um, can't tell you more about Brenda and Eddie. Tell could tell you more, but I told you already. And I'm like, okay, fair enough. So here enough. we are waving them goodbye. I actually have a really good point about that because we hear that line twice after they get married. Here we are waving Brenda and Eddie goodbye, and then after they divorce, here we are waving them goodbye. I'm like, that is so genius. <laughs> Like, the ability to loop back around to a point we had already made, but in a whole new context, is so brilliant to me. Yeah. And it's just full circle, and it brings you all the way back to the beginning of the song, so you can actually, like, put all the pieces together. It's not just, like, he's rambling at you. It's like, you're part of I I could talk forever about those, that one line. I think it's beautiful, brilliant, amazing. But you know, that's what they say. It's always the same in the end. They got a divorce as a matter of course, but they parted the closest of friends. Mm-hmm. And the king and the queen went back the, to the green, but, but you, you can, can never, never go, go back, back there, there again. again. I love that line. I love that line. I have that written down as well as um, they couldn't go back to the greasers. Best they could do was pick up their pieces. Like, that is so sad. <laughs> this yeah. is one of the saddest songs I've ever heard in my life. Right. Um, so what, you think these guys were like part of a gang or something? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, the line... You had talked about um, how he goes rock and roll right before it. The line is, they just didn't count on the tears. And then he goes rock and roll. And I'm like, that's not rock and roll. They're yeah. crying. Hey, you know. <laughs> They're crying. <laughs> that's not very rock and roll. Uh, it's it's a fun fucking song. And yeah, you just. Absolute banger. You know, a slice of life Americana. This guy, like, he's one of the great American storytellers. Mm -hmm. And, uh,. I don't know, it's funny, like, I feel like Billy Joel is appreciated appropriately in the grand scheme of, uh, music history. Sure, yeah. But, damn, that guy, he just slaps, man. Everything he, he does. He just slaps. He just slaps. Yeah. So, I'm glad that, uh, you can appreciate him as much as the next guy, because, like, I don't know, I feel like a lot of people just don't, they don't see it. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, like, not to... This might sound like a flex, and I don't mean it that way, but being an English major, you learn to, like, look at every single line and analyze it for what it is, because you're going to have to write a 10-page paper about one line, right. and so I've learned how to do that, and so obviously that's translated into music, and I've always grown up with my dad saying, listen to the words, listen to the words, why is he talking about what is the story being told? Whereas my mom just likes it because, like, oh, it's got a good beat. <laughs> yeah. And, like, that, like, I won't discount good beats. Like, to have a song, you have to have a good beat, etc. 
um, but I always grew up with my dad, like, listen to the words, tell me what he's singing about. And I'm like, okay, good point. Like, American Pie was one of the first examples. He was yes. like, what are they singing about? I was like, oh, someone died? <laughs> so. The music, this will be the day that I, pie, <laughs> come on. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't love pie? Who doesn't love pie? So we are on your number two. And if we both have the same number one, I'm going to shit my pants. That would be really cool. But I think we're going to have the same number one. Well, depends on um, what your number two is. So my number two is the Down Easter Alexa. Okay, we might have the same number one. <laughs> this is the song that Brendan thinks is my favorite Billy Joel song. But Whoa. it is close. It is close. Uh, the first time I heard this was watching The Hangover Part 2. Mm-hmm. And they're flying to Thailand, and they're on the plane, and this song starts playing. And I'm like, this is fucking Billy Joel. Why have I never heard this before? <laughs> um, and it just fucking slaps. It's like boat music. The dude's like a fisherman on the sea, but because he's like out in the New York City, uh, you know, Bay Area, like, going all up along the coastline there there ain't much there anymore they've kind of overfished and you know it's hard to make a living as a bay man anymore mm-hmm. uh, there ain't much future for a man who works the sea there ain't no island left for islanders like me another long island uh reference yep, and, there is. and he goes yeah 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 yo and all that shit um oar i went to an oar concert a few years back and they actually did a cover of this, and I was so fucking, like, lit, because <laughs> this is one of those under... I feel like it's underground. I feel like, you know, I could talk all day long about Billy Joel with people, and they'll be like, yeah, I don't know that song. Or, like, mm-hmm. I know that song very minimally. And I'm like, yeah. this is, like, some of his best work, and it is being slept on. Uh, which is why I love the Hangover movies so much, as people are like, they're, they're shitty. I'm like, mm-hmm. no, they're not. You just are, you know, sad. I mean, I don't love the Hangover movies, but I just, I'm very particular about my comedy. That's right. Brendan also doesn't love the Hangover movies. So. Wow, it's a good thing we're dating. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are two, two bees in a bod. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Ew. So, um, sorry. And yeah, just listen to the song. If you haven't heard it before, go out and give it a listen and you'll be like, oh shit. Where has this song been all my life? Uh, and every time Brennan would get in the car, it would be on the radio for some inexplicable reason. Mm. And he'd be like, you fucking listen to this every <laughs> single time we're in the car. I'd be like, listen, pal, I don't shuffle. I, I shuffle. Mm-hmm. I don't pick the play, you know. It just happens it just to come happens. on. Yeah. And we, we don't want to skip it. I mean, I'll skip it sometimes now because I try to be understanding of him. Mm-hmm. But... Um, Number one. Can we say ours at the same time? Yes. Okay. Three, two, one, moving Vienna? out. <gasps> How the fuck do you not have moving out on your list? How do you not have Vienna on your list? No. Oh my goodness. Okay. No. Who even are we at the oh regular <laughs> That was so close to. That was weird. That was weird. Moving out almost made it on my list. Just not, hasn't ever meant anything to me. Hasn't ever, no tea, no shade at all to moving out. Just not my, not my song. Really? Vienna's my song. Wow. Yeah. So so give the give the listeners a little taste of Vienna. In terms of, I'll describe it to you. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, he is singing it about um, 
He's singing it to a third party saying, listen, slow down. I understand that you are so motivated to get everything done right now, but that's not how life works. Um, he says, where's the fire? What's the hurry about? You better cool it off before you burn it out. Like, he's just saying, slow down, bud. You are doing too much, too fast. You do not need to do this. You are wasting your life away because you are not enjoying it. You're just working yourself to the bone. You need to take a little breaky break. Take a chill pill. Yeah, take a zanny. Take a zanny. And while I don't personally, like, relate to that, because I think I am pretty, I'm a good balance of work and fun, um, I think it's just very well written that, like, anyone can pick up what he's saying. Um, the one line I do not like um, is, only fools are satisfied. I hate that. I don't think you should be considered a fool if you're happy with where you are in life. I think that's trash. No offense, Mr. Joel, Billy, if I may. Trash. William. <laughs> William, if I may. Yeah. Eh, you know, it is what it is. I mean, I'm not as well-versed in this song. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. I'll have to go give it a listen, but uh, I can't believe moving out didn't even make your list. I'm sorry. That's okay. I can tell you one more line that I always loved from Vienna. The first time I heard Vienna, it was, again, another situation where I heard it on a show. I heard it on The Politician. Ben Platt was singing it. I was like, wow, this is absolutely beautiful. And, of course, it was Billy Joel, because why wouldn't it be Billy Joel? Um, the line that I love is, you can see when you're wrong, but you can't always see when you're right. Like, I think that's so beautiful and such, like, an introspective idea of, like, you're so quick to point out your faults, but how are you... Like, why can't you acknowledge when you're right? Like, why can't you see the good things in you? You only see your faults, the negative things. And I think everyone should have a pretty firm basis of self-care. And so that line itself is a champion for self-care, you know? Right. You need to acknowledge the things you're good in as much as you need to acknowledge the places where you can improve. Because if you're only focused on where you can improve, then you're not really living a sustainable and fulfilling life. Right. Very depressing. Very depressing. But it's a banger of a song. I feel I big time recommend. Sure. Um, have you heard Leningrad? Uh, not fully. It's a great song. Mm -hmm. uh, it really is. It's a real, like, empathetic take on Russian life uh, back in the 80s, you know, before the end of the Cold War. Mm -hmm. uh, so if you, if you haven't checked it out, give it a listen. It's, Billy Joel it's a really again. Sweet song. With the history. Yeah. And... So, obviously, my number one is Moving Out, Anthony's yes. Song. Anthony's Song. Um, Moving Out, that was the name of the uh, Broadway show that they had for a couple of years back in the early 2000s. Oh. And they basically, you know, put all these Billy Joel songs together and made a show of it. Like a jukebox musical? Yeah. I need to look into that because I'm a big Broadway gal. Oh, God, yeah. Big, yeah. big Broadway you got to watch gal. Moving Out. I do. It might be on YouTube. I'm not sure where yeah, it's bootleg, whereabouts are. Yeah, bootleg, tutorial for all my Broadway fans out there we call bootlegs slime tutorials so that they don't get flagged as bootlegs right. it's like phantom of the opera slime tutorial <laughs> that's funny mm -hmm. um and, and this is just bless you bro bless. <laughs> and this is one of those songs that as a kid you know i would only pick up on the uh heart attack ah, gah, 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 gah. Mm -hmm. But the older I get, I'm like, no, this is a fucking bopper. And it's a story about this guy named Anthony who works at a grocery store. And he's, you know, hey, working, working, living. And there's Mr. Cacciatore's down on Sullivan Street and, you know, Mama Leone and all this shit. And uh, 
It's just a fucking slammer. Uh, this is one of my go-to karaoke songs. Fucking oh, yeah? Love it. Yeah. I'll you have know, to see that someday. The last minute and a half is great with the car driving away, and he's like, I'm moving out! And, like, that's the only thing he mm-hmm. says for the last minute and a half, and then the rest of it's just the song, like, being mm-hmm. played. And, uh, but, yeah. What a great fucking song. That's funny. I told my best friend Sadie that if we ever did um, karaoke together, I was going to make her do What's New Pussycat, Tom Jones. Sure. And she was going to make me do We Didn't Start the Fire. Sure. And just go through all the words. So I that's funny. I fucking love that song. What's New Pussycat? Great song. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Banger. Brennan and I will have to do a Tom Jones top 10 episode one day. Mm-hmm. He I will tell you my Jones. number one. It's not unusual. What is it? Done. It's not yeah, unusual. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> I have a Zumba routine to it. I do it as a samba. It slaps. Do you do the Carlton dance? Yes. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll have to show you a video of it. Perfect. Well, I really appreciate you coming on. Uh, this was a very nice surprise. I did not know we were going to do this today. So mm. Brennan woke me up and he was like, yo, yo, Billy Joel. And I'm like, yes, okay, <laughs> let's do it. Um, and we're going to be going out to trivia. So, mm. uh you guys, we are going to say goodbye to the Greg heads for now. Be safe. Don't uh, let any icicles fall on you. Riley, do you have anything to say before we leave? Nothing too crazy. Thank you so much for having me back. Had a great time. Love my homie Billy Joel. Oh, yeah. Shout out to the BJ. We love you. We love Billy Joel. We love Billy Joel Armstrong from Green Day. I'm kidding. But that's Nothing a meme i got to make him. now. Billy Joel Armstrong. Mm-hmm. But uh, Friend yeah. of the show. Yeah. I uh, can't wait for the next one. It's going to be good. Our good friend Megan will be back on at some point to do American Idol. Ooh, I'm excited for that. Yeah, so that'll be a fun episode. But, uh, yeah, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. And thank you to all the Greg heads for listening. Uh, we're going to call it now. See you crest out.